Hi listeners, this is Basab Chaudhary and work with the Deakin University South Asia marketing team. Yet again, we are back with another new episode of Deakin Conversations. This podcast is all about celebrating the different experiences of individual students at Deakin University and how they have persevered to reach the spot where they are today. So, uh, let me introduce to you our guest today, Mr. Girish Gupta. Uh, with a strong interest in analytics, project management, and strategy, Grish has been actively involved in the activities of various professional bodies such as Deakin's Marketing Advisory Board, Institute of Management Accountants, ANZ Chapter Board, and Grish has recently graduated with the Masters of Business Administration International under Deakin's Vice Chancellor's Meritorious Scholarship from Deakin University. He is now working as a project consultant at CAMS. Welcome to the show, Girish, and I'm sure you'll be happy to share your experiences at Deakin with our listeners today. Thank you so much, Basif, sir, for having me here. And I must say that I'm really excited today to be part of the Deakin Conversations, and it's a great initiative by Deakin South Asia, Delhi office. And I can't wait enough to share all my experiences and speak to you about Deakin University experience and about my life. Great. So I recall uh, you're from Chandigarh, India. So how did it all happen? I mean, like, did you always know what you wanted to do uh, in terms of studying abroad and what made you choose Australia as a destination? As a matter of fact, I never wanted to study abroad or if I rephrase, I never intended to study overseas. Whilst I was pursuing my bachelor degree back in Chandigarh, I applied to study in Belgium under Erasmus scholarship. And that is where I entertained the idea that I would, yeah, like to study overseas and um, sort of get the experience of overseas education. So that was the time when I entertained and I got the opportunity and I took that um, opportunity and I went on to do my exchange. And now I must say that I had never had a great experience in my life being on that exchange, which boosted my confidence in all aspects of my life. And then I got to know about Australia, which was always on the list uh, because of the Australia culture, long-standing education system and beautiful beaches, which always fascinated me. Given my experience abroad, Vasub, and then having friends and family who are advocates of Australian education system, furthered interest um, me to study in Australia. And of course, Australia is known globally as one of the world's most diverse and welcoming countries of Australia's 24 million population, almost half, which I think is about 47% of all Australians were either born overseas or have one parent um, that was born overseas with over 260 languages spoken in Australian homes. This all facts really fascinated me and of course the education standards of Australia fascinated me further to then apply for Deakin University's Master of Business Administration International program. Great, wonderful and I understand uh, from this that you had visited Belgium uh, once before and uh, you have experience from both the countries. Uh, So how is it different in Australia in terms of education in Europe? Well, that's a very good question. And it's a very tricky one as well, Basu, because I feel that, of course, both of the places have their own beauties, um, nevertheless uh, to say. Uh, But yeah, if I talk about Australia, I think um, Belgium was relatively very, it was just an exchange. I went for one trimester, whereas in Australia, I did my uh, entire master's, which is worth two years of my master's program. So the amount of attachment I built in the program and amount of friends that I made 
is really incredible. And one of the things that Australia really stood out to me, and in particular Deakin University, is uh, the student satisfaction right from the first day, right from the orientation. But so if I remember my time at Deakin, I was always very satisfied with the quality of the education or quality of the lectures or really uh, the emphasis, I would say, on the practical component of learning, wherein I was having you know, internships, I did a lot of practical assessments, I worked on business case studies, which you introduced me in your, uh, in my introduction, where you said about the Bogota challenge. So that was all part of my university experience, which I think really makes a whole rounded uh, personal, which is ready in the job market to go. So uh, I'll ask my next question from that very practical component that you have mentioned. So how did you cope up with the changed environment? We all know education system is completely different in Australia than that of Indian one. So how did you manage the offline to online thing, like kind of blended studies? And we know for a fact that you don't really have classes every day and it's more of uh, hands-on learning. So you kind of visit industries, you have to interact with a lot of people. Definitely. Well, one of the things, uh, Basaba, I really feel, of course, um, COVID-19 impacted various people. And of course, I think the world just changed within overnights where we had to sort of get used to the new normal and where we had to do this entire shift. And of course, the listeners today as well would agree uh, with the rapid changes that we all had to cope up whilst people maybe were studying in their job, in their general lives or just going out and about. Now, where I feel uh, Deakin University and in, in particularly my education was a big sort of a role that Deakin University provided, where Deakin was already a pioneer of uh, world-class online education. So there was already technology that was driven to have the online education. As, as a matter of fact, I already was doing online education before even the COVID hit through uh, Deakin University, Deakin Sync portal. So I feel my process when we shifted online was pretty much very lubricated because of the entire um, assistance that we had by digital learning or even the Dakin team that provided the support uh, to shifts online and one of the good things that I felt I didn't have sort of that thing in my heart that ah my degree I you know I didn't have that opportunity no I still had an entire uh, well-rounded education where I was able to get online studies uh, delivered via our Zoom classes or even the Deakin portal where we had still had the interaction. Now, of course, I wouldn't say there was still, you always miss that physical touch. You always would like to go back on campus when the COVID hit, when I was literally in my second um, trimester. So, but then it further um, sort of now it is again uh, getting, we're heading to the new sort of normal and things are getting back on campus. But yes, at that time as well, the transition was very smooth. So thanks Girish. I think, I think you have been able to give, give that insight to our listeners. And just want to check with you uh, because you said you have a lot of projects and, and especially with things like IBIL, uh, work integrated learning. So there's a lot to do. Uh, did you have any burnout phase and any suggestion for newbies as to how probably they can overcome or prevent themselves from being there? Ah, Basab. Well, burnout is one of the things, isn't it, where um, you've got a lot to do and of course the time is limited and you feel so much burned out. I think 
yeah i've had those phases where i felt that uh it, it is too much and uh in not just because of your studies because then there are your personal commitments to lives students are working part-time jobs and so forth but um that's a very interesting question that's what you have asked because over the period of time i have developed certain strategies that have helped me keep on track what rather being on my on top of my studies really making sure that i'm able to get high distinctions in the studies that i'm doing or also keeping up with my job and really performing well now and and i'm really happy to share with the listeners as well one of the things that i've always sort of i feel important is uh, my time management now time management is one sort of that thing which we hear a lot about how exactly practical we do that so i really follow a pomodoro technique i've got this forest application on my cell phone and one of the stories that i can remember while i was studying at deakin so i used to sort of make sure that i have i set up a timer and i would sort of study for 25 minutes and i take a break of another 5 minutes and the application tracks helps me that girish it's your time you need to take a reminder now for some people it might work differently they want to do one hour and then take a 5 minutes break and come back so this really helped me while i was studying to keep me on track with my uh education and really making sure that i have enough of break and i drink proper water when i'm going on to my break so this is one thing that i would also encourage everyone who's listening today to really look after <laughs> yourself even whilst you're studying taking proper breaks and um setting up some time making a calendar for yourself at what time you want to do what and they can have bus up some great resources um the deakin university student association they have got some amazing calendar which really can help students to plan out their entire week they can put you know at what time you're doing what so they've got this wonderful resources and also some task checklists which I encourage uh, students to really have a look at and adapt because I definitely did I put a calendar on my wall from Dosa and I think yeah it worked fine for me still uh, was able to graduate so yeah great great and uh, girish uh, as a matter of fact uh, you have 100 different clubs at deakin university and probably you can pursue any of your passions i mean that probably you have cherished uh, as a young star uh, and uh, do you have uh, something to share probably in regards to those clubs and societies uh, at deakin university Yes, Basab. There are a range of clubs. Oh my God, I can't even think at the top of my head how many clubs are there, because I remember whilst we were walking on the orientation session, we would have lots of standees where lots of clubs are coming out and really advertising um, their passions and their interests, what they are doing. And I think that it is a wonderful way to get connected with the university, being in these student clubs and really going out and about, which is a great opportunity for meeting people as well and to really solidify your knowledge. as to any particular interest you have now basab i actually was part of various uh, deakin clubs and the one that i would definitely mention and is very close to my heart is the debating club i when i was in india i i really liked debating we used to like to go to uh, competitions so i Uh, joined Deakin University's debating club so we have a debating club where i was actively involved we had some really great debates and uh, so forth now i was also part of the Deakin University Indian club so there's an Indian club as well at the university so all of us would all the community could come together so you still feel that sense of community bus of even if you're far away from home you still have that sense of community 
and then you know you can make your way up so i i um was the marketing director of the duic which is the deep university indian club and really loved supporting our community working with people really making sure that students can have the best experience possible now i was uh, also involved being the in the mentor club so for new students it's again a great resource for having a mentor who can help you uh walk through across you know the various mm-hmm. facets of university so i was also involved in the deakin university mentor club great to know i'm sure i mean it was just not about studies 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 you had your share of fun and of and... course <laughs> so yeah i think that is very important uh, because uh, it should not be like monotonous so i completely understand it's just not about uh, you know uh, studies when you part of these clubs it gives you opportunity to kind of rub your shoulders with people from different walks of life different cultures and also helps you learn how to network with people and probably understand uh, the very essence of the culture in australia and this is equally important i think uh, to get the right job because it's just not about graduating with good grades but also to understand the entire essence of australian work culture uh, so thanks girish i think it will really help our listeners to kind of understand uh, how important it is to be part of these clubs so tell us more about what you've learned while pursuing your course mba international at deakin university and and in what ways did this program and the internships you completed inform your future goals Was it can I just say first thing that you really touched a very important point when you were sharing uh, a bit of the feedback and very very talked about this very important and very fantastic thing that you mentioned that it is not just about having those grades but of course your holistic university experience and to expand a little bit on that and of course answering your question directly there Basav I feel what you just said regarding it's such a pivotal role because when i went out to get jobs in the market people were not really asking me how many how much grades you had i really worked hard but no one asked me did you have a high distinction in your studies okay if yes you're hired that it it never went like that basab so i when i sort of went for interviews people were really interested to know what have i done what clubs were i part of what experiences i have developed what do i know about the workforce and and so other practical components of the workforce that they were really interested to know whilst i was part of the debating club so recruiters were really interested to know about me okay so what did you do at debating how was it so there was a conversation that came out of those experiences now but so in the MBI program i think it really helped me giving a perspective about the triple bottom line where i learned a lot about the people planet and profit about in in this course in particular now it's very important as well where i in the course in itself they had internship opportunities now i did my internship so i was working at deakin universities i worked in the marketing division where i did a lot of marketing collateral worked on strategy and so forth so this was part of my program so this was part of my formal qualification which really gave me a competitive edge into the market which gave me a competitive edge in the industry because when i was going out for jobs people were really interested to see my internship experiences i have worked on these projects i have done strategy work marketing so it became fairly easy then to apply for jobs and to have that conversations with the recruiter this was one thing but that university of course helped uh, no reason that i should 
mention, of course, the internship opportunities and Deacon Talent providing those resources um, for me to be able to go and have being workforce ready. Now, the other component to that uh, is the really the education component that I would like to touch on. Now, we often talk about education, the university courses. One of the things that I felt was that the education that I was given helped me become an all-rounder professional when I was searching for job opportunities because the assessments were very practical. Now that sort of helped me really get my learning and then applying on the practical components in my internship where I learned about the marketing piece, the four piece where I learned a lot about the technical aspects in my education, being a data analytics doing it in the assessment and then applying on the workforce so this really helped me then landing up a full-time job where I worked in, in various roles I was I was working as a research assistant then I worked as a technical officer with Monash University I then worked with Deakin University's marketing team did a bit of a strategy work independent consulting and then landed up a project consultant role with CAMS Wonderful, wonderful. A lot of things to take for students uh, who are our listeners today. So Girish, uh, do you have anything to share uh, in terms of any particular moment which you cannot forget, probably your favorite day or anything that you'll probably cherish throughout your life? Masabit is actually so, you know, you've, you've taken me back to my days and I feel very nostalgic now talking to you because what my biggest memories that I can think of at the moment is definitely my first day when I visited Deakin. Really confused, I know I had no idea what to do, where to go, whom to talk to. But even having that overwhelming feeling was very beautiful because when I walked into the campus and of course the Morgan's Walk where um, where we see that, yeah. that in particular the Deakin Cube, how fancy that looks in photos. When I was in India, I used to Google that up and I would see and I was like, wow, one day I would be actually there. And when I was actually there, it was so nice feeling. When I went out and about and I saw uh, the university that day is still sort of in my eyes and you've you've sort of really brought me back to those days when i started university and now i feel like time flies i'm already done with my education started work but really still feels like that i just started so um no it was really nice in in, in my days about campus and really using the Deakin Library for studies purposes those memories are really refreshed as well right in my mind um, recently, I was just coming back from work and just for taking a walk around, I just went on campus and uh, just looked around and those memories again got refreshed. So yes, Basub, it would be definitely my first day on campus where I was going into the orientation, getting a lot of free stuff from the university on the orientation, um, free sort of stuff that they have got so many things to take home i still remember Basa, when i went home i was actually having a full bag i had fruits i have teddy bears i don't know what things i got from the orientation <laughs> all i can remember my bag was full with stuff that Deacon gave me which i still have wonderful so that day and today how is it like looking back well i feel nostalgic well when i see uh, it is very different uh, zone to start a university where you, like any other student, I feel just being overwhelmed with all the information coming from India and coming to study overseas. I think I share that story with every single student and it was really nice as well. But I feel that university helped me navigating. I was very active in terms of participating. So that also helped me and getting on top of things. And then later today, I feel 
that the university prepared me uh, to come and work in the corporate environment and still really pursue my dreams, what I wanted to do in consulting environment. So it's a long journey, but I'm really uh, glad to see uh, the, the past set of days and of course finishing my MBA and now working full time and having that degree under my belt from Deakin University is, I feel it's an achievement in itself. Of course, an achievement, indeed. So, Girish, do you mind uh, if we do a rapid fire round with you? Uh, Go for it, Basava. I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. <laughs> uh, so, what fashion trend uh, do you have uh, uh, in any anything in particular that you really want to wear every time? Oh, well, uh, yes. So, one of the fashion trends that I uh, would want to do is the bell bottom. Uh, the bell-bottom pants, I think. Uh, yeah, that would be one that, well, I don't want to try now because it will be a little weird. So, yeah, but maybe bell-bottom pants. And what you don't get? Any particular fashion trend, probably you, you just don't get it. Yes, and it, that would be the same because it's just that the bell-bottom uh, pants, it's just I don't get it, but at the same time, I still want to do it. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So how do you describe studying in Australia in five words? Five words, I would say fascinating, beautiful, satisfying, accomplishment, relaxation. Very random words, but that's all I could come five words in my mind. Mm -hmm. Cool. If uh, you were to be famous, what would you be famous for? Oh, there's so many things, but so well, if I want to be famous, okay, so rapid fire, so I have to be quick. So one thing that I would want to be famous for is creating an impact in the society. It could be anything, but really I want to be famous that I did made an impact in the society where I live. Which Indian delicacy did you miss the most while being in Australia? I think Chole Vature. Uh, so you don't have that in Melbourne? I, I do have, have but the shop, yeah. yeah, but the shop that I, I used to go where I come from Mbala, so a really good chole bhature is as well there. So that I think I still don't get the flavor that I, I still want to have in the hometown. So You're right. I mean, Punjab chole bhatures are like unique. I mean, the best. You don't get them anywhere. That's uh, true. In India. Yeah. It's time to end this episode and we'll be back with uh, another new one. And thank you, Girish. Uh, thank you so much for being with us here today. Uh, just I want to really thank you, Basav, uh, to be on your show today. I really enjoyed taking the conversation and I hope that students, as you said, get a lot out of it. But thank you so much once again for inviting me. You were a wonderful host today. Thank you. Thank you, Girish. Mm -hmm.